0: The message you're about to listen to is by Reverend Dr. Femi Leia of Oikea Christian Center. Remain blessed as you listen. Oh, lovely time. So, Pastor Bologna is coming. Praise God this week. Amen. Apostle Dan Duma is already around. Hallelujah. Yeah, Apostle Theophilus is around already. And we're going to be having wonderful praise and worship sessions during LMM. Um, uh, we're going to have Tommy Tomiwa, Tomiwa Emmanuel. What's that song again you guys like? Uh, I Abba, I have your spirit, yeah. So, it's coming, praise God. So, what you need to do, as regards ladies and men in ministry, is to plan to attend. Make sure you attend. Do not allow any reason why you should not be in attendance. So, um, before I go on, the media team is going to play a clip, alright, a montage we did for ladies and men in ministry for awareness. Praise God. Now, while they are doing that, I want everybody to help us do something. All right. We are currently live on all social media platforms. How many of you know that we are live on social media? Let me see your hand. All right. So if you're on social media, just look for Oikia Christian Center on Facebook and share the live stream. All right. Just do that real quickly now. Real quickly. Real quickly. Then after the service, you learn something. You can go on Twitter. And share what you've learned using the hashtag Oikia Sundays. Oikia Sundays. You can do that and uh, you're going to be sure to bless somebody who is following their service. Praise God. Praise God. Alright, so w- what is Ladies and Men Ministry about? Please signal me when you're ready. Ladies and Men Ministry is not a meeting for pastors. Hallelujah. It's not a meeting for pastors and apostles. Don't say, oh Oh, it's for those who want to be pastors. No, it's not. It's for believers. So it's a mini- meeting that the Lord instructed us to have to equip believers into the work of ministry to ensure that we have a lot of believers who are actually activated to function in the supernatural as ministries concerned. Hallelujah. That's what um, LMM is about. And it started um, in 2018, alright, in the format that we currently have it. All right, and we held in 2019, and also is holding this year. Praise God. How many of you have been blessed by ladies and men in ministry in the past edition? Let me see your hand. You been blessed by it? Let me see your hand. Let me see your hand. All right, praise God. All right, so it's a meeting. You invite people for, for them to attend. It's going to be four days. It's usually three days, but now it is four days. That means we are going to start Thursday evening, all right, Friday, uh, Friday evening. Then Saturday, we spend the whole day here. Praise God. All right. There's a morning session. In the morning on Saturday, Pastor Bolaji is coming Saturday morning. Now listen, Saturday morning is going to be an ordination service also because we are going to be ordaining ministers, all right, on Saturday, all right, uh, ordaining pastors and ministers, all right. Um, those who are concerned have been informed, and there are some that have not been informed yet, but they will be informed, all right, today, praise God. So Pastor Bolaji will be ordaining them, laying hands on them, praise God. Hallelujah, because we have a lot of ministry things to do. Praise God. Praise God. Look at your name and say 2021. Now God, go God go run am. Look at that person and say 2021. 2021. Na, God go Na God go run am. Yeah, glory to God. It's a God running am here. <laughs> glory to God. Are so you ready? All right, let us play. Everybody watch. When hands are laid on you, is that what is present but not active becomes active? Your healing is so good that it takes time for scan and test to see So I lay hands on you, and what happens is that which is operational in me, praise God, becomes operational in you. The name of Jesus is the identity of the church. Praise the Lord. Amen. 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 All right. Um, so get ready. Listen. Don't miss any day. In fact, I want to ask that um, those of you who are members of churches, of you who are here, all right, volunteer in the departments. All right, volunteer in transport. Volunteer in logistics. Volunteer with media. Volunteer. Don't just be a participant. All right, be a contributor. Praise God. Can I put our hands together, all right, for the Lord, for LMM that is coming on? All right, put your hands together because it's the Lord that is doing this. Praise God. Now, we have one more um, thing to announce, all right, before I start my sermon. And the reason why I'm saying it now, before I start, is because I have your attention now. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Uh So you got your attention. All right, by the way, for LMM, um, those who are coming from outside of states, Alright, let them um, know that we have plans for accommodation. They will just pay a stipend, alright, and we'll ensure that they are um, lodged in some hotels and they will be able to attend the meeting without distraction. Listen, there are a lot of people that are, they always come every element. You guys know that, they always come, so they will be here. So better ensure that you are here on time, because if not, you know it's bigger this year, how hope of you know it's bigger this year? There is going to be worship sessions, so there's like a concert, but now it's coming, praise God, when it's coming, praise God, I mean when, when then we are going to have special master classes on Saturday, Saturday afternoon. We're talking about corporate, corporate governance. We're talking about administration. And what's the last one? We're talking about um, the law and stuff. So Pastor Ten is going to be handling that. Praise God. Now, guys, the next announcement I'm about to make, all right, should make you scream and shout. Praise God. Oh, yeah, let's scream and shout in faith first. Okay, I, I, no, I'm not satisfied. I want to that scream and shout. Scream and shout in faith! All right. Praise the Lord. All right. We are starting a new center in the city of Leckie. Yeah. Oikea Christian Center is setting up a center in Leckie. All right. We are about concluding conversations, making payment and all. All right. So that center is kicking up in January, by the grace of God. Hallelujah. In January. So we are kicking off in January. Praise God. All right. Um. We are doing it right this time. God has enlarged our capacity to do it. Praise God. God said to me during the week, he said, I want you to plant 10 churches next year. 2021. 10. You know, it's small. Bishop, all right. The Father and the Faith planted 10,000. So 10, what's 10? So think about it. 10. You say 10, that means you are, you are past 21. Pastor, oh, you know your pastor. one. Hallelujah! Yes. Death after your pastor, one. About more. you know, you, you, and your husband, we pastor one. Pastor, that to your pastor, one, we want? Your husband too. Praise God. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes. Whenever words come like that, wherever prophecies comes like that, see your part in it. I want to share some things with you today that I'm sure will help you. How many of you were blessed by first service? you don't know even first service. Yes. By our courage, you are, you are there. Yes. Hallelujah! Go ahead and listen to that message again. Praise God. All right, let's play. Glory to God. Media, are we ready? Okay, why the media is getting well Let me explain. Right this year, at the start of the year, those of you that were uh, with us this year, you remember that the Lord told us to plant three churches this year. Remember? Ikeja, Ijigo, and Lekki. Remember that? Ah, uh, guys, remember now. Good. All right, so we've done Ijigo. Praise the Lord. So, Ijigo, right now, we have a center in Ejigo and they are thriving, by the way. I mean, dear God. They, they had their first service. Then the second service, they multiplied. They doubled the number. Praise yeah. God. All right. Then the, the, there's another So, Pastor, I just spoke to me last week. He said, Pastor, we need a new venue. I said, calm down. We just paid for this one. You know that? He was already discussing. We need a new body. Let us talk about it. Some of I said, okay, 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 okay. Don't worry. Just have the service and let us talk. Praise God. Because we're giving them, the way we plant churches is this. We don't send people to go and plant churches and say, go and look for money. No, we give them money. Hallelujah. Praise God. You understand? We give them money. We sponsor this gospel. Look at the members. I will sponsor the, I sponsor the gospel. Look at the, I will, the I will sponsor the gospel. Not my family, or just me. Just me. Just me. Don't be waiting and let us look back on how we sponsor it. Just say, you know, God is going to bless you financially. Remember, we said the Lord told us 2020 is a year of what? Silver and gold. Remember that. In COVID, this was our best year financially. Yes. Best. Personally as a church. Best this year. I'm not lying. It's not because I'm puppy. I'm telling you truth. Praise God. Praise God. Because when the word of prophecy comes, hallelujah, there is always power to perform it. Are we ready now? Okay, so we delay that. Praise God. Turn your Bibles with me. Romans chapter 1. Unlimited power is my subject title. I'm going to try as much as possible to ensure I stay within the time allotted. I will try my best And I'm sure that we will be able to succeed in Jesus' name. Yeah, Pastor Dara, I know. Romans chapter number one. We cannot discuss the power of God outside the context of the gospel. Anyone who emphasizes power without gospel is a magician. It's a songoma. Hallelujah. Or a babalawo. Because the power of God is domiciled in the gospel. Praise God. Romans chapter number 1, let us read from verse 15 into 16. Romans chapter number 1, 15 into 16. You have some people that say they come to church and they say, Oh, that pastor is just preaching, preaching, preaching. Do power. It's because you don't understand that the power of God, glory to God, is released in the preaching. praise the, Lord. the Bible says that they came to hear Jesus and to be what? Healed. The hearing was first. Because faith will first come when they hear. Mark 5:45. The Bible says that woman will issue of God, the Bible says, when she had heard of him. So that means she heard first before she acted in faith. Therefore, the degree to which you will experience the manifestation of God's power is the degree to which you have heard. Praise God. Praise God. Now, can we read one to go? One to go. It says what? So, as much as it's in, in me is, I am ready to preach the gospel to you that are at Rome also. 16. Everybody, one to go. It says what? I want to for it is what? Oh. Uh huh. To the Jew first and also to the Greek. He says the gospel is the power. He didn't say it is a power. He said it's what? The power. The power of God unto salvation. So the power of God to save a man is in the gospel. Oh, glory to God. What happens when a man hears the gospel? What happens, to understand the power in the gospel, you need to ask yourself, what is the gospel capable of doing? Then we ask ourselves, what is the gospel? Let's start with what is the gospel. First Corinthians 15. Glory to God. Glory to God. By the way, I sorted out I say I because I sorted it out by God's grace. I sorted out a spiritual issue that came with someone before I came down from my office. Praise God. There's someone here who is past tense because I sorted it out. Mm-hmm. Praise God. All right. Who in their family, they have a particular pattern. Nobody rises there. Nobody. Nobody succeeds in there. Anyone that tries to everyone that we will hack them down. Praise God. Yeah. so the Lord showed me while I was in the office the force that is when we hacked it down. Yeah. Oh, hallelujah. Yeah. I said we hacked it down. Yeah. Glory to God. We've hacked it down. As a believer, you need to know how to hack those nonsense spirit. Out. They are defeated people. Praise God. And you hack yeah. them down with words. Glory to God. Yeah. With words. You hack them down with words. Let's get distracted now. Alright? right. First 1 Corinthians 15.1. I want us to read one, two, go. It says what? No, no. Everybody in the church. We are, more, we are, we are plenty. Alright, one more. Let's read. What? Uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. Go on. Next verse. So that means there's a gospel that saves. Now, he's about to tell us what's in that gospel. What's that message? He says, all right, if you keep in memory what I preach unto you, unless you have believed in vain. Verse 3, everybody want to go? He says what? How that what? Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures. So number one is what? Christ what? Died for what? Our sins. Next verse. Everybody, let's read. Want to go? Uh huh. Hold on. He died. Why did he die? Why did he die? For our sins. 2 Corinthians 5 and 21. Because it says he died. Why did he die? He's the son of God, sinner, so why did he die? The Bible says, wages of sin is death. Jesus was sinner, so why did he die? Death is the wages of sin. So if a man is sinless, he ought not to die. We have to ask the question: why did he die? If he was sinless, second Corinthians 5 21. Can we read one to go? He says, What? For he had made him to be what? Sin for us. Who did what? Knew no sin. That we might be made the what righteousness of God in him. So that means there was an exchange. Jesus took my place, your place of sin. Hallelujah. So that we could take his place of righteousness. So because he took my place of sin, the sentence of death came on him. The sentence that was to come on me came on him. Hallelujah. Now, as a result of that sentence, and because he died, he went to hell. So how do you know Jesus went to hell? Romans 2. Sorry, Acts 2. How do we know Jesus went to hell. I remember one time I told someone that Jesus went to hell. And the person flipped. He was like, come on. Yeah, give that to me. they was like, come on. What do you mean Jesus went to hell? I said, yes, he did. Praise God. Yes, he did. Praise the Lord. I'd like you to respond. Praise the Lord. Thank you. Now, Acts 2. Hmm. And verse 25 to 28. So he took my place of sin. And because he took my place of sin, the sentence of death, the wages of sin is what? Death. So The sentence of death was passed on him. Jesus was not a martyr on the cross. I hope you know that. Jesus was not a martyr on the cross. It was not the people that killed him. He was an offering for sin. No man could have killed Jesus. He's the son of God. you understand? He's the son of God. In fact, when he was at the Garden of Gethsemane, when they came, praise God, to arrest him, Peter saw those men coming. Hallelujah. Then Peter drew his sword. Some of you, you know, sometimes, many of us don't know, some of us imagine that the disciples, and during Jesus' time, that all of them were dressing like, you know, just dressing, you know, they're just lophars, you know. Maybe, you know, Peter had a sword. And he was pretty good with using it. Notice, the Bible didn't say he swung the sword, um, the sword twice. Wow. One movement. Someone's air was on the floor. Which means that the disciples also doubled as Jesus' bodyguard. Hallelujah. Not that he needed one. Two. So, the guy's came. Jesus. Peter pulls out his sword and cuts off the guy's, Marcus' ear. Hallelujah. But well, you know, I love Jesus. Jesus was in command of his arrest. So Jesus said, Hey, those who live by this sword shall also what, die by this sword. So Jesus picks up that guy's ear and does not ask Nostalani for suture and forceps. So sew the ear back. Jesus takes the and slaps it back, and it thing sticks. Praise God. Then he turns to the shoulders and says, Are you looking for me? It is I. Do you know what happened? That it is I that he said. They all fell under the power. Does that look like the kind of person men could kill? Jesus gave himself to them, they didn't take him. There's a difference. So it was a willing thing the Son of God did. When debuking Peter, he said, do you not know that, do you not know I can readily ask my father for what? Twelve legions of food? Which means that as a believer, you can do the same thing. Oh, Hallelujah. 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 Yeah. Things are getting tough. You just go there and you check the scriptures. Can ah, I not ask my father for 12 legions of angels? You say, okay, Jesus is in there 12. Maybe I need one. So with the God. One. So with the God. Need one. Well. So he handed himself to them. So when Jesus was on the cross, he could come down. He refused to come down. The nails didn't keep him there. So, what you thought nails he created was keeping him where? Oh. No. Love kept him there. You kept him there. Hallelujah. So, Jesus was on that cross. So on that cross, God put our sins on him. I told you to open where? Acts 2. Can we go to Isaiah 53 first? I want to, to lay the precedence for you to see your sin on Jesus. Remember, we are explaining the power of the gospel. We've said what the gospel is, right? That's where we are, what the gospel is. Is that correct? Then we're not going to go to what the gospel can do. Clear? Clear? All right, good. Now, Isaiah 53, and verse 1. Everybody read, want to go? It says what? Who had believed our report? And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? Verse 2. Everybody read. Uh-huh. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. Next verse, quickly. A man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid as it were our faces from him. He was despised and we esteemed him. Verse 4, everyone read. Yes. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. Can you notice? It says he bore our carried our grief and bore our sorrows, he what? we considered him spitting of God and afflicted. So that means the person who was smiting Jesus on the cross was who? God. Hallelujah. Verse 5, very very. says what? But he was what? Wounded for what? Our, everybody say our transgression. He was bruised for what? Our iniquity. Our iniquity. The chastisement of our peace was what? And with his stripes we are what? Next verse. All we that sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord had what? Laid on him. The what? Iniquity. So that means our sins were laid on Jesus. Your sin. My sin. On Jesus. Now. It takes power to do that. For many people, what their idea of power is, praise God, also, you, know, you know Nigeria now, let's say you are driving, right? And you hit somebody. Then the person comes up. You know What's the first thing they say? Do you know what? Who I am. He's trying to say he's powerful. Right? Then when you get into this thing, everyone is picking their phone. You understand? You too. Because you don't know who he is. And you want him to know who you are. You know, you two, you pick four, right? Then everybody now begins to exercise power because our idea of power is in dominating somebody else. Praise God. That's our idea of power, right? So you so they call the army, then you call police, so it's to me, how, how can you oppress? So the idea of power in the eyes of the fallen man is what? How we can oppress somebody else. So that is why When we hear, when we consider a God who is all-powerful and we look at our sin, we begin to think about, when we say God is all-powerful and we think about our sin, we equate it to God doing what? Punishing us. Because the idea we have of power is for evil. Amen? Are you getting it? Are you getting it? But God exercises power. In that, when it came to the sin of the whole of mankind, hallelujah, instead of punishing men, God put the punishment on himself. Hallelujah. God in Christ for the sins of the whole mankind. So we see the right exercise of power in God. In that power is to be used to do what? Forgive. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now I know some of you, you are not shouting there because you actually want to kill your enemies. You actually want to destroy them. You want Inkechi to die by fire. Hallelujah. Inkechi, if you are here, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean you. You want them to die by fire. So what Mr. saying? you start vibrating. What? So what you are talking about? Power past power. Your, your idea past power is that your power will be used to kill somebody else. Do you realize that the sins of Hitler were forgiven in Christ? Do you realize that the sins of Abacha were forgiven in Christ? Do you realize that the sins of the, the worst prostitutes were forgiven in Christ? Why? Because of God. What God has done where in Christ. Because it is power. It is with power to do what? Forgive. Do you know that when you have two people, I have, you have two folks, right? This guy has power. And there is someone that is weak in front of him, all right. And this person that is weak in front of him does something bad. Do you know who the powerful person is? The powerful person is the one that is able to dominate himself, not to respond with evil, all right, to what this person has done to him. It is an act and exercise of weakness to so use strength when you have it against you. Praise God. So that's why when a man rapes a woman. He's a weak man. He's not a strong man. Because a strong man, all right, first has um, um, uh, dominion over what? So God shows us his true nature that as all powerful he is, that all powerfulness of God is what? Manifested in his what? In his ability to what? Forgive. Everybody say God is all powerful. Therefore, he forgives. Completely. Hallelujah. Now, we've explained, all right, the sin being placed on Jesus. Now, let us explain show that Jesus went to hell. Acts of Apostles, chapter 2. And verse 25. Are you with me so far? Come on, are you still in this place? Acts two twenty-five. Can we read one to go? It says what? For David, everybody read for what? Uh-huh. What is where? Uh huh. This is David talking about Christ. All right, he's on my right hand. I shall not be used. I said, therefore, did my heart what rejoice, and my tongue was what was glad. Moreover, moreover, also, my flesh shall rest where in hope. Go ahead, twenty-seven. Because thou will not leave my what soul where in hell. Neither will thou suffer I only want to see what. So he said, you will not. This is Jesus. All right, speaking prophetically in David. Because the Psalms of David, there are certain Psalms of David that are Messianic. Go and get the series Messianic. I explained many of those Psalms. Some of you remember that series. All right, go to our Telegram channel on our website, www.krcc.org. All right, many of those Psalms are Messianic. So Jesus is speaking prophetically. He says, My soul is in hell. My body, you will not allow to see corruption. Because What happened was this. All of what happened with Jesus in his earthly ministry and earthly life were prophesied. They were prophesied. In the, the Bible lets us understand that the Bible is a Christocentric document. Every single thing there points to what? Christ. Then Luke's Gospel 24, 27. Luke Luke's Gospel 24, 44 shows us that. Praise God. The Bible says, and he has expounded unto them in the law, in the prophets, and the Psalms, the things concerning what? Himself. Praise God. But here's the wonderful thing. Jesus, in his earthly ministry, was a man. He didn't function on earth as God. Praise God. He functioned on earth as what? As man. Because John 1.14 says, and the world became what? A man. Flesh. And dwelt amongst us. So that means, as a man, Jesus had to believe what the word said. Ah. Ho oh, oh, ho. Oh, oh. You know something about God? God sets laws and principles, and in Christ, in the incarnation, Jesus did not violate them. That's why Jesus slept. That's why I may have you noticed that when Mary, the Bible didn't say. And maybe when she was pregnant, right, with the baby, she went into the manger. And when it was time to push, and she said, Oh, oh, Jesus just jumped out there. 30, 30 years old already. No, so, yeah, Isaiah here. I'm at your service. Let's go save the world. No, he was born a baby. Why? God submitted to his own principle. Because we will not violate them. So when we see in the word that we are to live by faith, it was because Jesus himself lived by faith. Remember in Mark 11, when the disciples were talking about the word fig tree drying, they asked him, how did you do it? What did Jesus say? He said, what? Have faith in what? In God. So he said, the reason why I was able to do it was by faith in God. Are you seeing this? Are you seeing this? So when he was in hell, go back there. Where are you going? Ask to. So when Jesus was in hell, Jesus believed what the prophet has said concerning his own resurrection. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Do you remember that time when uh, Jesus, um, some of the Pharisees and Sadducees, came to Jesus and he said, "Give us a sign." He said, you are the Messiah. Give us a sign. What did Jesus say? Jesus said, A what? A what? An evil generation seeks a sign. And there will be no sign given to it except what? The sign of what? Prophet Jonah. Remember that? All right. Now, what happened with Prophet Jonah? Prophet Jonah went. All right. God sent him to Nineveh. And Jonah said, No, nah, I don't want to go. No, no, no. I'm not going. I'm not going. No, no, no. God, you see, listen, listen, listen. I'm a prophet. I know, but come on, man. I want to chill this time. I want to Netflix and chill. I won't go to no Nineveh. It's like God calling to you and saying, you know, imagine, imagine right now, you know, maybe like Deb, she's married. You know, she just got married to her, the love of her life, afuya, afufu, Afu, glory to God. All right. Is that what you call him, you know, affectionately? Afu, all right. Now, Praise God, they're having a nice time, glory to God, amen, just cruising, you know, cuddled up in bed or in a couch, watching Netflix and talking about citation, I don't think, I don't think, you know, everything's going on nice, glory God. to God. Then they hear a voice and say, "Praise the Lord, arise now and move to Afghanistan. Ah. Praise the Lord. You just say, word of the Lord, enter voicemail, glory <laughs> to God. Now that's what Jonah did. I'm not going on no. I Here's the funny thing. Here's the funny thing. Oh, praise God. Here is the funny thing. God tells Jonah, go to Nineveh. One of them are going to destroy them. Jonah said, I'm not going. Then later on, after he delivered the word, Jonah said, the reason why I didn't want to go is simple. Because I know you, you are good. You are too kind. You will not destroy them. Are you following? So he said, because I, because Minibase, actually the capital was the capital city of Assyria, and Assyria was an enemy kingdom to Israel. This guy wanted Assyria to be destroyed. So Jonah said, "No, I'm not going to go. I want the, I want them destroyed." So you say you want to destroy them? I should want them good. So it's warning that will prevent the destruction. So me I'm not going. I want them destroyed. Praise God. That's actually it is, because if you understand the context, you get it. But now what happens? He gets on the ship, and there was turbulence on the ship. Then they threw him out of the ship because he said, listen, I'm the problem. I'm disobeying God. So he said, throw me out into the water. This storm will, go, you know, will end. So they took they Jonah, and they threw him out into the water. Then a big wave came, swallowed Jonah I'm getting somewhere. Pay attention. And a big wave comes and swallows Jonah. Jonah was in the belly of that fish three days and three nights. That's what he was doing in the belly of the fish. Jonah was confessing God's word. Go and read it. Out to those chapters, He was confessing it's it. See, he was talking. I said, I'm looking to your holy heel. All right. Will you, the, will, will, can praise come from the dead to you? He just kept talking and kept talking and kept talking for three days and three nights. Now, Jesus said that if you want a sign, go and look at Jonah. Is that what he said? So that means... Jonah, in the belly of the fish, was a typology of the death of Jesus. Jonah, being thrown into the ocean, was a typology of his burial. Then Jonah being vomited, is a typology of his what? His resurrection. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So how, did, how was Jonah vomited out? Jonah was talking. Which means, in hell... What was Christ doing? He was confessing the Messianic sound. In thy light will I see light. Hallelujah. <laughs> the Lord is my shepherd. It was where Jesus said that. I shall not walk. Remember, he made me walk in the valley of the world, shadow of death. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art my what? Hallelujah. Thy rod and thy staff, they straightened me. Hallelujah. You prepare a table for me. Where? In the, presence, that in, the the in the presence of the devil. He was confessing it. Why in hell? Why death was saying, I got life? Because Jesus is life. So death was saying, Oh, I got life. The sickness is saying, Look at it. We were able to kill life. Death did not know that it was a master move, a chess move by God. For if death swallows life, it means death is dead. Listen. (laughs) Hallelujah. Life is a creation. Death is not. Light is a creation. Darkness is not. Darkness testifies that light is absent. Death testifies that life is absent. Hallelujah. So, darkness essentially is nothing. Death essentially is what? It's nothing. Because death is not forever. Praise God. Because when a man dies, he's just separated from his body, isn't it? Isn't it? Amen. Praise God. So, when death swallowed life, when Jesus died, what actually was happening was this. Hallelujah. Jesus in order to cancel defeat and put an end to mortality, he gave himself into mortality. Glory to God. So that by defeating mortality, he can bring immortality, hallelujah, to everyone who has altered to be what subject to mortality. That's why Paul said to Timothy, he said, For he has brought what life and immortality to light through the gospel. Praise God. <laughs> the death sentence of death was signed when Jesus died. Remember the Bible says that God uses the foolish things of this world. The devil would never have expected that his death sentence was signed when Jesus died. Because with men, defeat looks like oh, oh, what I'm about to say now, you need to pay attention to it. Listen. With men, men will call victory defeat. Be careful about tragedies or circumstances or crises when they happen in your life. Because you many a times you will begin to define them by facts. Define them with human eyes. Define them with human philosophies. Define them with human ideologies, human perceptions. I told you, there is no such thing as a crisis. Every crisis is a world An opportunity. The truth. The opportunity. <laughs> Look at Joseph. Brethren, look at Joseph. Look at our neighbor and say, look at Joseph. I hope your name is not Joseph, but just look at Joseph. In the case of Damian Larry, his name is Joseph. But no problem, just say, look at Joseph. Joseph. God gave Joseph a word that his brothers and his parents will bow to him. Great word, right? Come on, talk to me. Is it a great word? Fantastic word. In fact, if I gave you that word, you're going to do a dance. Glory to God. You will you will you know twirl in the Holy Ghost and celebrate? But God forgot to add that before they will bow to him, they will sell him to slavery. He he God for some reason left out a crucial bit of information in that he was gonna be a slave for 13 years. Are you following what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Praise God! God will tell you before you get married, He will say, you are going to have fantastic children. Your children will be this. Your children will be that. Then you will be now finally get into the marriage and you are married for 10 years. No child for 10 years. But ah. I be wondering? What God said, are you following what ah. I'm saying? What's going on? What God said? What God said? 13 years! God sent the mighty Samuel to so anoint a David. Say, Today I anoint thee king over Israel at the age of 17. Normally, if we came and with an oil and anointed you king over Nigeria, everybody should celebrate in your house, right? Alright? All your enemies will become your friends. Why? Yeah, it's time for us to enjoy. Praise God. You'll not know, be we asked, why well, your cabinet, you know. I want to take um, the economy. Amen. I think I can do something about the economy. I want to oversee the banks. You understand? You understand? Yeah. Well, for the next 13 years, David could not sleep in a house. You understand? At times, when the word of God comes, when the prophetic word comes, when the instruction comes, along with it comes problems, according to men's interpretation. But those problems, Are the spouse God uses to pilot your ship, hallelujah, hallelujah, towards the fulfillment of the prophecy. Without his brothers, Joseph would not be prime minister. They don't don't do election in Egypt. I hope you don't do election there. So he was not going to campaign. He needed adversity to be prime minister. Yes, to the house of what's the name of that guy now? 45 doing well there, all true, God was with him, he was prospering, he prospered as a slave, so the man made him head slave, God's blessing came on him so much that this guy was looking very handsome, hallelujah, his biceps came out nice, his chest was looking good, when he wore his suit, they were like, kilama, korobo, amen, the wife sees him, she said, ooh la la, Jemapea, to père. Hallelujah. Amigos, amigos, Josephus, come over here. Let us shanty, shanty. Hallelujah. The wife of his boss said, let us, you know, and he says no, because he says no, he put him in prison. Then he stays in prison for a long time. In prison, he became the head prisoner. Praise God. He became area. You know, area. You know, if you go to, if you go to, what do you call it? Your head, James was Babao. So when you understand, ah, Babao, head prisoner. ah, the one that has spent the longest time here was Joseph, you are baby, but you will never leave here. We know. <laughs> because yeah, because they threw him into prison without sentence. No sentence. For God said your father, your mother, and your brother's reward. Stop calling your problems problems. At times, they are part of the prophetic word. Sometimes. They are part of it. It comes with it. comes with it. comes with the other. You understand? It comes with it. You have got a word. You have a wonderful marriage. But there's no brother. No one has even said, I love you. Nobody, nobody has said, Baby hey, come you number. So even the lowest, yes. They're not, they're not. Lowest. Lowest. Praise the Lord. For God gave you a word, you have a wonderful. Because God uses the word Foolish things of this world. So what? Confound the world. The weakest things to confound the world, the mighty. When God wants to take out a strong man. He doesn't use look for mighty weapons because if he uses a mighty weapon, Hallelujah! It will not be evident that God was there. Samson yeah. was to take down one thousand men. What did he use? A jawbone of an ass. David used less weapon. What do you want to use jawbone? Useless weapon. And he took down one thousand men. David was to take Goliath. He didn't go with javelin. If it's me, I will go with Lenny's sword. You know. Wordcraft, hallelujah. Zamorai. You understand? We're learning everything. The movement. Ah, it's Goliath, praise God. It's not a Praise God. It's Goliath. Yes. <laughs> it's true now. Nah? Me and Brother when we're in the same category. We don't know how to fight. <laughs> we will say, watch it now. Watch it now. Watch it now. I don't, why? That's what we'll be saying. Praise God! I and mean, we will call maybe Wilson. Wilson, come here now. I want this guy. You know, uh-huh. I'm wanting him. <laughs> Praise God! But God sends David, and David goes there with catapult. You thought catapult was what about Goliath down? Then you need to drink some zobo, and we go to come in and give you kono with it. Listen, it was not catapult that brought Goliath down. It was the power of God? God uses the foolish things foolish things. Foolish, foolish, foolish. You that, you say, oh, hey, I am small, oh, I am afraid, oh, I am fearful, something, something. It's easy to use. In fact, with God, the weaker, the better. The more foolish, the better. Hallelujah. That's God. So Jesus was there in hell, confessing the Psalms, that He was saying there, for I know you will not leave my soul in hell. And you will not allow my body to see corruption. In thy light have I seen what? Shall I see what? Life. Three days was confessing the word. You now need to understand. Oh, glory. I'm about to say something. Like glory to God. Listen. So Jesus was in the region of darkness. Jesus was in hell, and by confessing what God has said, praise God, three days later, Jesus broke out of jail, glory to God, Jesus came out of hell, he rose from the dead, three days later, praise God, the Bible says in Romans chapter 8 verse 11, it says, if that same spirit that raised up Jesus from the dead lives in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also what vitalize your mortal body. So after three full days of confessing the word, the Holy Ghost raised Jesus from the dead. Now, if Jesus did it by confessing the word, it means that Jesus applied the law of faith. Oh, God God did not raise Jesus from the dead by an act of his will. God raised Jesus from the dead by the operation of the law of faith of Jesus. It is the same reason and the same law of faith that gets men born again now. Are you seeing it now? Are you seeing it now? Because the same principle that brought Jesus out of darkness into light is the same one that gets you out of darkness where? Into light. Because Jesus is the first to be begotten from spiritual death. So how the the first came out is how the others come out. Are you seeing it? Are you seeing it? So, the principle used for the first must be this principle used for the others. Jesus did not rise from the dead because he was the Son of God. Yes, his resurrection proved his sonship. But Jesus defeated death as a man, Jesus defeated the devil as a man, Jesus defeated mortality as a man because he needed to do it as a man to so show us that we could do it. Hallelujah. Are you getting it? Are you getting it? So you see there. The resurrection power was brought into full exhibition by the application of what? The law of faith. Faith in what God has said. So if you are going to walk in unlimited power, what are you going to do? You are going to walk in what? Faith in what? What God has said. Is, is somebody here? Time is my time is off. I have to stop here. Did you? Did you? Did you learn something today? Yeah. I said, did you learn something today? Second Corinthians thirteen fourteen, and we'll end there. Hey, they tell you. Your prostate is enlarged. Hallelujah. The same principle used to bring Jesus out of, right, out of hell, out of death, is the same way you are going, the same principle you will use to shrink that prostate. They told you they detected cancer. The antigens are in your blood. Hallelujah. The same principle that brought Jesus out of what? Out of the grave. It's the same principle you will use to get out of cancer. Hallelujah. Who have translated us from the kingdom of darkness? Who have delivered us from the kingdom of darkness, and has translated us into the kingdom of His dear Son? reketeleme, kupala sakandele Every work of darkness, every principle of darkness. Every walk of darkness is disgraced by the walking of faith. Yes. Ah, so you think it is normal? Money not to be enough in your hand? Somebody is explaining recession. What is what is your business recession? Do you even know what it is? Praise God. Put your mind away from that one. Amen. Listen. You are the king's kids. Yes. Hallelujah! Say, I'm the King's kid. I'm a son of God. I'm a a child of God. God. Greater is He. Greater is He. Greater is He. That is in me. That is in the world. 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 Let me tell you. Listen. Listen to me. Oh, 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 oh. glory! Glory to God. Glory to God. I said, glory to God. The principle that defeated death defeat anything. Remember John said, he said this is the victory. Uh-huh. Hallelujah. He said this is a victory that overcometh the world, even what our world. What are you talking about? I said what are you talking about? <laughs> Pastor Chris told this story years ago about a lady that, that, that time, kidnappers, kidnapping was rife, just as it's rife now. So they kidnapped her. They wanted to go and use her for rituals, not just kidnapping for ransom. Then, they didn't used to do kidnapping for ransom, they kidnapped for money rituals because then it was very rife. So, they kidnapped this woman, put her inside the, this thing. At first, she was, you know, you know so after that, she calmed down. Then she now, she just went, she said, I got to a point, where I said, no more English. Tongues. Remember what I read to you. I told you about, all right, Cicera and Deborah. Where did they fight from? They fought from where? Heaven. Well, sometimes you're fighting an enemy, an adversary, physical. The Bible says the weapons of our warfare are not what? Carnal. It is not in the flesh dimension we fight. So when somebody brings a fight to you in the flesh, and he appears he's winning, do you know what? Fight from heaven. Fight from heaven. I, was, I saw one video, glory to God, oh boy, there is an, uh, a python attacked an eagle, because the eagle was on the ground, the python attacked the eagle, and was trying to, you know, strangle the eagle, the eagle just got its wings out, then changed the fighting plan, amen, because on the ground, the eagle will lose, but in the heavens, hallelujah, Hallelujah. Because pythons can't fly. All the ego has to do this, will take him to a height and drop him. That's it. Amen. Change where you're fighting from. Look at him and say, change where you're fighting from. Look at him and say, change where you're fighting from. Change where you're fighting from. Right from heaven. The Bible says we are seated with him. Far above, hallelujah. Hey, far above principalities and powers. Amen. Where we sit, the devil, if he got there, cannot breathe. It is not his realm. It is not his dimension. It is our dimension. It is the God dimension. Demons don't go there, hallelujah. Fight from there. Fight from there. I said, You fight from, there. fight from there. I said, You fight from there. Praise God. I told you, got cancer. You're doing it in the flesh. All right, you're in the flesh. Okay. They said, Oh, it's he, not, not working. Okay, doctor is doing what he's doing. Change where you are fighting from. That woman she went there and she was just going, tokoromo, ndakala, What is your name? Roba Santa ne mosanda. Are you mad? Shiga We will kill you, Obangala. Pila kuskeba Santa Kade. Repeto, repeto. Ndo stuckito. That was So when she's singing, his tongue It's not you are lifted up. No, no. Those When they wanted to use her for the thing, it could not work. Hallelujah. This one is bad market. Go and drop her where you got her from. Praise God. I said praise God. Praise God. The faith that defeated death is the same faith that will put you over in any scenario you find yourself in. Rise up on your feet. Calamanis. Nobody is permitted to lose. Nobody. You are not permitted to fail. You are not permitted to lose. You are not permitted to be under in the name of Jesus. Let's read this quickly. Second Corinthians 13, 14. <laughs> Glory to God. Glory to God. Praise God. Praise God. Can we read it? one, one, two, go. It says what? Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> now I want to take it somewhere. Oh, it's a, it's packed, but where I want to take it to, way, it says it says the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Ghost. Now, if you understand the construction in the Greek, where it says the grace of the Lord Jesus, that is the charis of the Lord Jesus. All right, and he now says, "And the love of God." I remember, I talked to you about the grand V sharp rule of Greek interpretation. Remember, how I said that I said if there are two nouns in the Greek, all right, joined together by a what a conjunction, which is chi, it means that the two nouns mean one and the same thing. But well, you see, in sometimes sometimes you have that there is a compound form of this application mm-hmm. because here we have grace, we have love, and we have what communion. Alright? Communion is the word koinonia. So now, what Second Corinthians 13, 14 is actually saying is that the grace of the Lord Jesus is the love of God and is the word, the communion of the Holy Ghost. Now, one of the synonyms of the word koinonia, alright, is the word transportation. If you understand it, you, you get it a bit. One of the things that Jesus brought us into was the communion of the Holy Ghost or the transportation of the Holy Ghost. Because by the new birth, a transportation happened. A translation happened. A change in position happened. Amen? Remember, as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the what? sons of God. So that leading of the Spirit is the communion of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. So now, what happened? Oh, <laughs> Yeah, This is why prayer is an exercise in communion. When you pray, amen, as you are praying, oh, glory, you are in Songotedo or you are in Lagos, Surulere, and you are praying, as you are praying, the Holy Ghost, when this is working, what the Holy Ghost does is that it transports you out of the time realm. To see the reality of what you are praying about. Now, how many of you sometimes when you are praying about something, the Spirit of God begins to show you visions of that thing are already happening. So that when you are done with the prayer, even though you don't see the manifestation of physically, you have conviction that it's done. How many of you, have, you know what I'm talking about? What has happened is the transportation of the Holy Ghost. Because the Holy Ghost is not subject to time. You know, if you pray to God for a car. All right, and you get the car in a year or in six months. You know there is no six months and a year in the Holy Ghost. Are you seeing that? So when you pray now, what the Spirit does is that it takes you to where that time, that realm, when is done. So when you see it, you now have conviction and peace that this thing is done. That is why the Bible tells you in Philippians chapter four, verse six. It says, "Be anxious for nothing, but in what everything." With prayer and supplication. Make your request what? Known unto God. The next thing is where it's crucial. It says, and the peace of God. That surpasses what? Why does the peace come? Because the spirit of God, when you pray, takes you to the answer. And paints the picture to show you which the answer. So when you see the answer, you have peace. Despite the contradictions around you. Hallelujah. Did your spirit receive what I just said? Yes, sir. Yeah. Hallelujah. Therefore, praying time is seeing time. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. The anxious man is the prayerless man. Yeah. Because the anxious man is blind. You don't get anxious about what you have seen. If a man, if you had a relative that is sick and you have seen that he recovered, will you cry? You know he will recover. You not cry? (laughs) No. Why? You have seen it. So, what prayer does through the communion of the Holy Ghost is that it transports you out of the time realm. Remember, the Bible says that Jesus brought light and immortality to light. Immortality, all right? Mortality is subject to time. Immortality is what? Dominion over what? Time. Because out of the time realm, nobody dies. I think I'm going to. Is (laughs) He's (laughs) Is it cloud? <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. Please go. Please go. Are you ready to pray? Turn your hands together. First, let us pray in the Holy Ghost. If you don't pray in the Spirit yet, thank God. Just say, Father, thank you for victory. Thank you for having the victory. I have the victory. The devil has been defeated. All power belongs to the name of Jesus. You have just listened to a message by Reverend Dr. Femi Olaleye of Oikea Christian Center. For other messages, visit our website at www.oikeacc.org. Remain blessed.